Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more Am I the Arsehole Cross with Relationships? all over the place this one <laughs> if you do love a reddit story why not consider hitting that like subscribe maybe that notification bell too and let's dive straight into today's story now in today's video we're going to be covering two stories one that we haven't covered before which will come second and the first one which has got like brand new updates attached to it a couple of new updates as always people request that you know i read the previous stories beforehand so if you have heard them before you don't want to hear them again please use the timestamps in the description that's what they're there for and let's crack straight on with today's story so as always please feel free to use the timestamps if you'd like to this story is from a throwaway account and it's titled am i the asshole for selling my ps5 rather than sharing it with my stepbrothers my 15 male mum and dad met briefly and dated while they were both studying at uni my mum gave birth to me after they had broken up and had to sue my dad for child support i was raised by my mum and had virtually nothing to do with my dad throughout my childhood my mum was an international student and her family cut ties with her due to the circumstances of my birth tragically two years ago i lost my mum to cancer and thus i was placed under the care of my dad my dad has remarried and has two sons, five and seven, with his wife. It wasn't a bad arrangement at first, but we were all essentially strangers. I was given a bedroom to myself and we shared some meals, but other than that, I kept to myself. About 10 months ago, I was lucky enough to score a casual job at an aged care facility as an IT support. It was stupid easy money as it involves installing and maintaining a dozen or so common PCs used by the residents plus running basic computing workshops. I ended up accruing a whole lot of disposable income in a short time. Stupidly, instead of just keeping quiet about it, I decked out my room with a new TV, headphones and a PS5. Obviously, this setup was one of great interest to my two stepbrothers. Initially, my rule was that I could play the PS5 anytime I wasn't using it, but I would get first dibs up for I wanted to play it or use my TV. I was also super accommodating by buying an extra controller, which I didn't need, and several kid-friendly games that they wanted to play. I eventually had to change the rule to only play when I was there, because the five-year-old destroyed one of my controllers through spilling juice on it. This is where the drama started. They whined to my parents who then ordered me to place the PS5 in the living room. I refused stating that I had purchased it with my own money. This led to their argument that I have too much money and should contribute rent, utilities and food money. I called their bluff and said, sure, draw up a contract and I'll get a lawyer to review it to ensure it complies with the Family Law Act. My dad then told the boys that he was going to buy a separate PS5 for the boys for Christmas, but the dude is clueless about the global shortage. 
Finally, last night, after realizing that he had zero chance of buying one for close to recommended retail price, my dad threatened me to either voluntarily give my PS5 to the boys for Christmas or he'd toss it in the bin while I was at school. I was so pissed that I went on Facebook Marketplace and sold the PS5. The boys found out today and were devastated. I feel really bad because they shouldn't be punished for this shit show. My parents are in their room talking about me and I'm sitting here in my room. Am I the asshole? How could I have handled this better? And I remember myself coming into this one thinking, you know, he was been more than generous in this situation, bought the PS5 for himself with his money, bought an extra controller, bought games that were suitable for the children as well. And yet the dad is being even more demanding because he made himself look like an asshole by sort of saying, well, look, I'll get a PS5 for the boys then. Almost like out of spite in some ways it felt like. And then realized because there's a shortage and I read on the news today that there's going to be a shortage ongoing for these PS5s that he threatened you to either voluntarily gift the PS5 to the boys for Christmas or toss it in the bin while he was at school. <laughs> so I can't blame you. He gave you an ultimatum and now he's going to look like an absolute burk. And the comments on this one pretty much went with OP the whole way, saying, you know, they did the right thing. The father's the one who's going to look like the ass in this situation. So we're going to go on to the first update. Wow, this blew up overnight. Firstly, thanks to all the kind strangers out there giving me your positive encouragement and support. It's quite humbling that so many of you took the time to read my story and chose to provide positive support. Some people were after an update of the situation. I'm at work now, but my stepmom had a chat with me this morning and it was quite positive. She said she didn't know about my existence until right before I came to live with them and so it caused a huge rift between her and dad. She apologized for projecting that onto me and not being more welcoming. She also didn't know about my dad's threats and told me that it won't happen on her watch. My half-brothers also admitted to her about the juice incident. She said that she's going to get the boys a switch for Christmas and she offered to pay me the difference between recommended retail price and getting a new PS5. I probably won't take the money, but at least it's a step forward. This was the longest conversation I ever had with her too, by the way. No comms from my dad yet, lol. To answer some common questions, number one, my bank account is entirely in my name, Australia. No one else has the ability to view or access the balance. I actually don't think my dad's demands for rent was about money. They both earn a good salary. He's just butthurt that I'm not reliant on his money. Two, yes, I really am 15, lol. I typed out most of my post in Word so that it could be spell and grammar checked. Maybe that's what confused people. I get 27.50 Australian dollars an hour on a casual contract with additional loading for weekends. The operations manager at the aged care facility is super chill and allows me to schedule my hours around school. I just have a cap that I can't go over. She lets me do my homework on the clock and I get free meals from the cafeteria. If I help the residents on non-facility devices, they usually tip me, in cash or sometimes cookies, lol. I've got a fair bit saved up because I don't really have any expenses. Four, I've got a shoebox of documents from when my mum passed. I think my mum's assets is looked after by a trustee firm, which will be turned over to me at 18. The law firm managing the will had previously explained this to me, but I wasn't really paying attention at the time. I've got to still go through everything. 5. I sold the PS5 for a tidy profit, even with the cost of the damaged controller. I'm not desperate for one at the moment, so I'll sign up for a waiting list again, so I won't need to take up my stepmom's offer. This is probably my last post on this issue. Thanks again for the love, everyone. Update 2. 
We've got a gathering with the extended family today. This is the first time I've met any of them due to COVID and they've all been super lovely to me. My stepmom showed them my original post and they are all getting stuck into dad. My uncle, dad's younger brother, has set up a Reddit account for him and he's doubling down as he thinks Redditors will take his side when they read his account of it. I'm not going to link or read his post, but people have been telling me it's quite a bloodbath. And then we went on to the dad's side of things because he did put his post on there. And I know people were skeptical when this sort of thing happens, but it is what it is, right? The dad came in with a post title, am I the asshole for asking my son to share his console with his brothers instead of keeping it in his room? A few days ago, my bio son Jonah, not real name, posted a bias and frankly defamatory post about an incident in my home regarding a PS5. My wife was kind enough to share the post and comments with our entire extended family at our Christmas gathering, so apparently now I'm a huge asshole. My brother suggested that I post here to set the record straight and give people both sides of the issue. Firstly, I never actually intended to charge Jonah rent. His job gives him essentially 100% disposable income, purely because he lives in our household. He used this money to deck out his room, buy a brand new shoes, buy the latest iPhone, etc., all for himself. I couldn't care less about how he spends his money, but it does set a poor example for my other two boys. The last straw was when Jonah set a login password for the PS5. I basically told him that if he's not willing to share, then why should I give him a free ride? My son should be grateful. While we shared DNA, I only dated his mum, May, not actual name, for all of five months back in uni. I was very clear with May that I didn't want kids, but apparently consent doesn't go both ways. May put me through legal hell and ended up costing me tens of thousands of dollars over the years in child support, setting my own goals back. Instead of letting Jonah end up in a group home, I stepped up and took him in when May got sick. Instead of gratitude, I constantly have to deal with disrespect and attitude. Because of Jonah, my wife thinks I breached her trust, all for something that happened well before I met her. While the boys previously did have access to the PS5, he now won't let them play it now that school is finished for the year, unless he's home, which he never is. I gave him the ultimatum of either sharing the console or no one gets to play it. In response, he pulls the most passive-aggressive move ever and sold it, so now no one plays it. So listen, how am I the asshole here? I've taken in this kid into my home. A kid who, by the way, will receive a sizable inheritance in a few years thanks to May's estate. I've given him a home, a family, and funded his lifestyle all at the cost of my own relationship. In return, I haven't asked for a cent and he won't treat me with respect nor follow my rules. But somehow, I'm the giant asshole who's in the study typing this out instead of enjoying Christmas with my extended family. Instead of attacking me, I'm hoping people will now give their fair opinion of the situation based on seeing both sides of the story. And obviously, with, <laughs> with that update from the father, things didn't go well in the comments and he was responding and updating in the comments, so here are some of it. Okay, clearly this hasn't gone down the direction I thought it would. Clearly some of you have issues with comprehension or just can't be bothered reading my comments fully. I want to be clear. I never threatened to collect rent from Jonah. I don't need his part-time work money or about his inheritance money. I make a very good salary, probably more than the vast majority of people who use Reddit. I simply tried to explain to him that he has all this disposable income because he doesn't have to worry about basic needs. I didn't explain it properly at the time because we were arguing, but my intention wasn't for Jonah to give his PS5 to the kids permanently. I just wanted it kept in a common area until I could buy another one for the kids. 
Jonah never told me about the controller. If he had, of course, I would have replaced it. That's not an issue. I expected him not to be selfish to his brothers. Keeping it in his room under password protection is so rude. Jonah gets home really late most days, so my kids are in bed by the time he gets back. I won't debate the nuances about sex and custody. I'm not an idiot. I understand perfect consent and parental responsibilities. I will just say that there is a large gap between consenting to sex versus consenting to having a child. I get that our current laws are against me on this one. I didn't intend to lie to my wife. Jonah and May was something way into the distant past for me. Our settlement agreement was very clear on that. I had absolutely zero communication with May or Jonah for at least 10 years prior to finding about her illness. My child support was at a fixed rate, so I had actually paid her out a lump sum that was supposed to be taking care of him until 18. It wasn't like it was getting taken out of pay every week. As far as I knew, I was never supposed to hear from Jonah or May ever again. Why would I tell my wife about something like that? And this is where the updates come in and it says, this was from the father who made another post saying, am I the asshole for intercepting and eating my son's food delivery while he was grounded? <laughs> my eldest son, 16, is undergoing a hormonal fueled rebellious phase. His behavior consists of things like rolling his eyes when I talk, back chatting when I tell him to do something, or overemphasizing putting on his headphones when I enter the room and a whole laundry list of other passive aggressive behaviors. It was his birthday yesterday and he was going to go out with his friends this weekend to celebrate by paintballing. However, when I got home from work yesterday, I noticed that he had failed to do some chores I had set him and then did the whole headphones routine when I started to tell him off for it. I got sick of his attitude that I threatened to ground him for two weeks, which means not letting him leave the house except for work. My words clearly cut through his headphones and it dawned on him that he would not be allowed to go paintballing this weekend. So he took off his headphones and said, go fuck yourself, and then shut himself in his room. This naturally led to his actual grounding. The grounding didn't seem to phase him as he spends a lot of time in his room anyway. I cut off his devices from our home Wi-Fi, but he works around this by having his own hotspot. He refused to come out for dinner last night when my wife asked him to and has basically barricaded himself in his room. At 10 p.m. last night, he ordered himself a meal via a delivery app. Again, he's clearly been passive aggressive here, flaunting his independence as he has a perfected lovely meal in the fridge made by my wife. I was still up watching TV, so I intercepted the delivery and ate it myself. At some point, my son must have come out and seen me, but retreated back to his room without saying anything. My wife thinks I'm a major asshole for eating the meal, but I think it comes part and parcel with the grounding. My wife also thinks I'm too harsh with due to the grounding. I'll let him go paintballing if he apologizes. So, am I the asshole here, Reddit? And then, you know, and in the style of this post, the son replied and, you know, got a top comment on that particular post, which said, Hi everyone, sorry for hijacking the top comment. This is my dad's post. Thanks for everyone's support. I don't think I need to add any more fuel to the fire here. The post and the comments largely speak for themselves. I just wanted to give a quick update to everyone that I'm 100% fine and okay. My stepmom vetoed my punishment, so I'm all good to go out with my friends this weekend. One of my new uncles has asked me to stay with them for a while, which is also super cool. So I'm doing well and loving life. These comments are hilarious. Much love. And then there was the latest update from the father's side, which says, I'm sure many of you would be ecstatic to know that my marriage may be over. I came home this evening to find that my wife and my two younger boys have left, probably at a mother's house. My oldest is still staying at my brother's house since the beginning of January. 
this has hit me hard, as Redditors now like to remind me on a daily basis. I now know I have been a shitty husband and father. That's some self-reflection to do. I am stubborn, but my wife has always been there to talk me down. I guess she has had enough. The only communication I have is a text from my wife saying she wants a divorce and that her lawyers will be getting in touch regarding separation arrangements. I've tried calling, but it keeps going to voicemail, same as my in-laws. I want to apologize. I want to offer to go to counseling or therapy like she asked. If I still can't get through to her via phone, I am thinking of going to my in-law's house. I have to try at least to talk to her. I guess my Redditors hate me, but I welcome any suggestions on if there is anything I can try. And while some people were joking, you know, that they love a happy ending and all all this sort of stuff, other people were suggesting, you know, don't go to your in-laws, give her space, give her time, respect her decision for now. But holy moly, it took to that point to get the husband to realize, you know, that he was the one messing up in all this. Doubling down all the way through and then has a shocked Pikachu face by the end. I mean, oh, dear me. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story with updates. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And our next story comes from Poop Dog, who says, and it does come with an update as well. Is it unreasonable for me, 29 female, to ask my roommate slash best friend, 30 female, for proof that she is not still seeing an unstable man, 22 male, who has disrespected and indirectly threatened our household? So let me explain a couple of things. One, my roommate lives in my home for free. She was homeless when the coronavirus hit and we decided to let her stay with us in exchange for cleaning. She also does not contribute to groceries. These are both things we're happy to do for her because we love her and she's my best friend. Two, when I say we, I mean myself, my sister, 27 female, and my father, 60 male. We live in an apartment complex that my father owns. I live in an apartment with my sister and said friend. They both adore her and consider her family, which is not something I'm just saying to make her look good. She's been my best friend for 15 years and they do genuinely love her. She was, maybe is, seeing a very problematic young man. He's 22, has been to rehab twice, is still drinking and doing drugs, pretty much every day, drinks and drives constantly, and is an anti-vaxxer. I don't really consider those things my business, though I find them all to be despicable, but I think it's very likely connected to his behavior and character, so I thought I would include those facts. 
it's probably been a few months that she's been seeing this guy non-exclusively. I've met him and when I did, he was a real sweetie but kind of seemed off to me. Like I got a negative gut reaction about him. Now I know why. I'm an abuse survivor so I am very, very wary around men I do not know and I'm hypersensitive to aggressive about disrespectful behavior. Here's what happened. One evening, best friend and I were spending some quality time together and she had turned her phone off. She told me she was feeling socially frustrated and wanted to disconnect. This guy came to our door later in the evening looking for her. The interaction at the door wasn't bad but I found it off-putting that he even showed up. They had seen each other earlier that day and had a bad time. I find it concerning that he was not respecting her desire to be away from him. This happened a second time after they had a fight. He chased her while she was heading home. Later in the evening, he came to our apartment and was knocking incessantly and calling her name. He would not leave her no matter how much she pleaded with him to do so. This lasted a while and woke up my sister and scared her. We were all sympathetic towards her because we have all dealt with creepy and abusive stalkery men and we are not victim blamers. She said she cut him off and that was that. Please also know that in my dad's eyes, I am responsible and accountable for her. So any bad stuff she does in, around and about the home directly threatens both of our living situations. Last night, she had a friend, 31 female over, whom I've met several times and get along with very well. We have bonded and, and commiserated over our bad history with men. We both love video games and are both disabled. We have a ton in common and I consider her my own friend at this point. They later left to go to the bar and best friend texts me that it was her new friend's birthday. I asked if she would give me her number so I could text her and wish her a happy birthday and maybe get the ball rolling on communicating with her without best friend being the middleman. She left my text on red for a long time after that which was odd considering we had been communicating fluidly beforehand. When I asked her why she claimed she wouldn't give me her number because I made her uncomfortable. I genuinely do not believe that. Not only do we get along extremely well, she wanted to come to my home when she knew I would be there and we talked about hanging out again in the future. Also, this problematic man in question frequents the bar they went to. It just seemed fishy. Best friend had demonstrated poor judgment regarding men before. She once jumped down my throat because I said she was probably going to sleep with a guy with whom she had supposedly cut ties with, making me feel extremely guilty and prompting me to apologize profusely. And guess what? She did sleep with him again. I fucking know this girl. When I asked if she was with problematic man, she just responded with girl and an unhappy smiley. Like I should be ashamed for asking, which also isn't a no. I said, fine, show me your location. This was after the bar closed and she told me she wasn't coming home. Not angrily, just that I could lock the door and turn the lights out. And she flipped out. She got so pissed and said she isn't my boyfriend and that it wasn't cool to ask that of her. Then she said she was coming home because she was so mad, which didn't really make sense. In the past when we've had disagreements, she has opted to stay somewhere else. She has a ton of friends, so she has a lot of options. When I asked why she would come home if she was already at new friend's house for her birthday and mad at me, she didn't really have an answer and told me that she was going to ignore me, which she did. Although I didn't say much after that anyway. Look, if she wants to go mess around with messy dudes, that's her business. I care because I love her, but I'm not gonna tell her what to do. I'll be here when she gets hurt and lend her an ear when she wants to talk shit because she's my best friend but she's an adult and I'm not her parent. 
The reason I am being demanding in this situation and asking her to prove to me that she was not with this guy is because he has escalated things beyond their relationship and put both of our living situation and my family's well-being in jeopardy. If she is still seeing him, then those things are ongoing problems and I have to worry about my own situation. I'm not going to go down with her ship if she decides seeing him is more important than our friendship, my family's relationship with her and her home. Is it unreasonable for me to ask for proof of this? If it is, please tell me what to do. I am at a loss. Small Borborb says, I would not say it is unreasonable at all. Most people don't get defensive over nothing, so I feel like you're probably right about the situation. I honestly do not know what I would do. Does she know he made you feel unsafe? There isn't really any way to make her stop seeing him and still respect her autonomy. You can tell her how it makes you feel and what the consequences of her actions will be on you and her, but that doesn't guarantee a fix. I hope she listens to you. Stay strong. You sound like such a loving friend. She is so lucky to have someone like you on her side, but definitely don't compromise your own safety and happiness. Melodics Marsupial 1478 says you can't control her like that. I would have said to you a lot more than she did, but I think she won't say more because she lives in your house. Did that guy threaten you or your family directly? If not, where is your problem who she ends up with? Emma Calgary says, you can't control who she dates or expect her to change her partner because it makes you uncomfortable. Sharing locations is an invasion of her privacy and unreasonable unless you are the parent of a younger child. You can control who lives in or comes into your home, however. If you have someone banging on your door, harassing you, report it to the police. Even if she cuts ties with him, there is no guarantee he will respect your boundaries. And then OP supplied a couple of text messages between them and their friend who said, friend said, you think you're so fucking clever, but in reality, you're just calling your friend a liar. So goddamn disrespectful. Such and such doesn't want you to have her number because she knows there's a possibility you might text her crazy ass shit, which is valid. OP replies saying, that person has acted in a way that has violated the safety bubble that is our home. I find it concerning that after being responsible for that, that you would not do me the courtesy of proving that you were not with him by simply showing me your location. Friend replied, Jesus fucking Christ, leave me alone. I can't even fucking do this right now. Ever think of that, huh? OP replied, you are acting like I'm asking a lot more than I actually am. To which friend replied, instead, you think it's because I am fucking lying. Taking my fucking word should be enough. Leave me alone. Go on a walk more often and, and do more than think of ways you can call people out and be super aggressive and argumentative. This is toxic and I don't care what your thoughts may be, but it is abusive to a certain degree. Think what you want on that, but it just seems like you're just so ready to argue always. You just sit and create bullshit scenarios in your head and you call me a liar. You always insult me. Notice how I've never personally attacked you during an argument. Opie replies saying, how did I personally attack you? Then they reply saying, you called me a liar. You said it multiple times I'm a bad friend. Um, shall I go on? This isn't healthy. To which Opie replies saying, no, I said prove to me you were not at a location. I don't know if you're lying to me or not. And now we're going to move straight into the update to see what happened next. So update says, so I was right and it feels so bad. After staying away for over a day, she came home today and left a note while I was playing video games that confessed she was still seeing the toxic scary guy. As in, she was with him and plans to continue to see him. Turns out she confessed because she thought I would track her with the tile square I got for her since she was always losing her keys, which I couldn't. It was registered only to her phone. I guess she thought I was playing games and wanted to get her to confess on her own while I secretly knew the truth or something. Nope, just had a nagging suspicion that I needed to either be validated or disproved. 
She seemed to think that because she confessed and said that she would keep him away from our house, that we were going to make up and move on. Through this ordeal, she has insulted me, lied to me, and badmouthed me to other people. Chose to keep a dangerous person in our life, and it turns out my intuition was right. I wasn't being crazy. I wasn't being possessive. I was trusting what I sensed to be true about someone I've known extremely well for over half my life, and I was right. So I gave her 30 days notice to move out. I'll miss who I thought she was dearly and mourn the departure of that person. But clearly, who she is now is not a friend to me. and I won't continue to support someone who treats me that way and acts so ambivalently about the well-being and safety of our household. Wow, and I kind of expected that outcome from the update in the end anyway. But what about you guys in this situation? What was you expecting to happen from that? Do you think OP was right for asking their friend their location or was it too much? Even though there was more concerned about, you know, the safety of their own household in the end, if that makes sense. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Now, a huge thank you for spending your time with me today, getting involved in the stories. Your love, your support, your time means the absolute world to me. As always, thank you so much. Really does mean the world. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Yeah, man, I remember being so naive when life was good, weather and palm trees. Back in the day, you were everything I need. But then along came a time when you crushed my dreams Oh yeah, you played me like a fool When you made me believe that the line between love wasn't thick enough to read Oh yeah, you see we in despair, crime everywhere You're selling false hope cause you just don't care Nah, uh, you just don't care Nah, 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 you just don't Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby it's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.